Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. Phoby Phoby. What's up, besties? I have really been enjoying the episodes lately. I feel like they've been really juicy, really fun episodes, and um, we always love when you guys have questions. And I feel like the Facebook page has been popping off a little bit. Lately. It really has. It has. I, I don't know why I don't keep getting notifications from it, though. I have to figure out my settings because I'll pop in and I'm like, oh my God, like four people posted and I didn't see these. So it, Forgive me if I don't respond or see. I have to figure out my notification settings on Facebook, apparently, because those are right. the things I want to see. In fact, that's the only group stuff I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> Get notifications from like other people. It's like so and so posted. You're like, who the fuck is that? Why I are know. That person? I know. I literally don't want any other notifications except that. Also, speaking of Facebook, you know what I've been doing this month is selling on Facebook Marketplace some things, and it's such a great. It's so much better than Craigslist. Just have to say. Oh, I, okay. I've been selling a couple little things here and there. And, you know, as soon as we get the money, we end up spending it on dinner. So it's really a waste of time. But, you know, <laughs> well, we Craigslist the- never felt like super intuitive to me. It always just no. felt like an old school like forum or something. How? I know. How has it been over 20 years and it looks exactly the same? Like, the exact they, same. There could be better search functions or they could have done so much. I don't I don't understand it. But yeah, we sold this. Um, uh, like instant pot yeah because I think we were looking for an air fryer and got mixed up and got an instant pot which isn't quite the same and so we sold it for like 80 bucks and then literally went to a restaurant and had dinner for like 120 dollars. so I was like well there <laughs> <laughs> like, we're just selling junk under the sink so that we could just waste it on a dinner so whatever not well dinner is never wasted <laughs> it's a good conversation it's connection it's definitely uh, worth the investment oh my god and it's a free meal so there you go yeah. Oh, also, speaking of, can we just, the eggs thing is really cracking me up. The price, I went to buy eggs last night. And I thought if my mom was not dead, she would have died looking at the price of eggs. <laughs> because it's just, it's something that's making me laugh because I went to go get some and I'm like, they the dozen starts at like 10 bucks, $10 for a dozen eggs. It's so crazy to me. I started laughing out loud. I'm like, wow, this is very this is very wild. And I, I guess mostly it makes me laugh too because I just would picture my mom blaming Biden for the eggs. And <laughs> she yep. she would be talking about it nonstop. Yep. Shelly would, would definitely be in the conversation. <laughs> um, yeah. I've been enjoying the egg memes. Oh my gosh. So funny. They're so funny. Everything like, about, yeah. Just like any. the dating, like they a guy opening up a ring box and there's an egg inside. <laughs> It's so good. I know. Actually, someone asked in the Facebook group about us doing a live event. Oh, and yes. And we are. We actually, it's something we have been talking about now for a few years, and we were ready to pull the trigger on it in 2020. And then, of course, lockdown happened. But we do want to do, and we will do, uh, something called Best Life Live, which is going to be a live experience of you and us living our best life together. It's going to be really fun. I'm super excited. It'll be destination-based. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'd call it a retreat because I don't really feel like it's going to be that spiritual, but it will certainly be fun and it will definitely be uh, an example of how to live your best life. 
I'm so quality time with us. Yeah. I'm excited about it. So hopefully we can get something together either for the fall of this year or for early next year. And we will let you guys know, but it's going to be a whole thing. I'm so excited about it. it. We've done two, we've done three live events. Yeah. I guess we did the launch party. Mm -hmm. We did brunch my besties. And then we did the event in New York city in 2019. Man, back when we used to do events. Seems so easy. I know. Yeah. It is easy. We're bringing them back. Yep. It's crazy to me. So right now we're recording at the end of January 2023. I saw a post. I didn't realize it's been three years since Kobe Bryant died. And I was like, wow. Wow. Because I remember just always associating Kobe. And then that year just kicked off the shitty like pandemic. And I was like that for me, like that was the kickoff of the bullshit of the pandemic. And Mm -hmm. I just can't believe that it was three years ago. Wow. Blows my mind. It is. But here we are. We made it through. Yeah. So now, um, speaking of the pandemic, now this actually is kind of tying into this new, <laughs> this new thing. Well, it was funny because, of course, like we get all of our ideas from memes. I sent a meme to Danny, and it was basically like a tweet that said something like, "You've heard of FOMO? Wait for Phoebe. F O B I. It's the fear of being included." <laughs> And it was obviously meant like tongue in cheek, but I sent it to Danny. I was like, oh my God, we need to pot on this because this is real. This is oh like God. very real. But I, it's funny, I, right? Because it's counterintuitive. It's like, <laughs> we just, we literally just did an episode like last week or the week before about like how to not care about what people think of you. And we kind of talked about this idea where, you know, we don't like to not be included because it's like, we almost fear being alienated or we fear being isolated. Y'all, I am at a stage in my life where like, I don't want to be invited to anything actually. <laughs> actually, leave me out of all the plans. <laughs> Yes. Why yeah. do we, what, like, why is this a turn of events? Fear why do we go from FOMO to phobia? So this is, this is what I, this is what happened to me, I think. I think the pandemic made my introversion like heightened. So at first it was like, oh, I, I'd get FOMO and people would go and do things. And I almost felt like I had to do these things. But having the pandemic to where we just weren't allowed and nobody could, it was kind of, it was kind of a relief. Like nobody gets to do anything and you don't either. So chill. And so the last couple of years have been like very relaxed and I don't leave my house anymore. And now I'm like, I don't <laughs> want to leave my house anymore. So don't ask me to come out because I got to put clothes on. I got to get shoes on. I remember the first time wearing heels after the pandemic. I-, I used to live in heels and I remember being that person like, I can wear heels. My feet never hurt. Shit. I wore heels for like 30 minutes and I was like, take this garbage off my feet right now. <laughs> and I don't want that. I don't want it. It's if it's cold outside, if there's any inconvenience, I'm like, don't, don't include me. I know. It's so weird how it like it completely. And also I feel like this is a major contrast from you and I in like 2016, 2017. Yeah. We were doing the most. I remember at one point there was like a time where we were doing something every single night, whether it was like going on a date with someone or you and I were going out or like, I remember like, even if I didn't have a plan on a night, it would be like any night, be like a Wednesday. And I'd be like, am I a loser? Like, why am I not out somewhere doing something? Like I just felt like, especially because it was the first year you were in LA, the first year I was in LA, I was sort of like by myself and just like in you know sort of getting over my relationship and I feel like when you moved out it was just like we were going out constantly and meeting new people and like I don't know where that energy came from to be honest maybe I'm just in one big like energy hangover right now from those years because we were doing the most and now it's like maybe this is just what it's like to be in a relationship do you think that we would want to be included if we were single Mm, if we were single maybe 
I mean, I feel like no right now, but I'm like probably would. I don't know. Because here's like Jeff was saying to the, me the other day, he goes, you used to do stuff all the time. You used to want to. I'm like, yep, I did. <laughs> and I've changed. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> He's like, you never want to do anything. I'm like, yeah. He, he went out because, we, you know, we're in Vegas now. People are always visiting. He's like, hey, my friend's here. And we're going to go to like they meet at this hotel. And I'm like, oh, you're going to end up at this club. It's always happens. He goes, do you want to go? I'm like, no. Definitely not. <laughs> I'm going to be in bed. By the time you get home, I'll and be asleep for two hours. And you don't get any FOMO about that. You Zero. No FOMO. Zero FOMO. And it's and I feel like part of it is because you already know how it ends. You know? Mm, mm-hmm. You know, he comes home and he's like, yeah, it was lame and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yep, I knew that. So I didn't need to go and see it for myself. I already seen it for myself. And maybe that's part of the fear of being included because you already know how this. You're like, I know how this goes already. So I'm good. I've already seen this show. There's no promise of novelty. Maybe that's why like mm. it, it was easy to get your energy together to go on a date or to go out when you were single because you were kind of like, well, like, let's see what's out there, right? Like every night could be potentially different. We meet someone mm-hmm. and, and with you and I, it was every night was different. And we ended up in some situations that I don't know that I would want again. But it definitely was because we had a motto. I think we've said this before, but we did have a motto and we always said for the story. Yeah. So there would be times where it'd be like, ah, we're, I don't know, we're traveling over like a live event or something and we're like, ah, we could chill in the hotel room or we match with this person on Bumble and it's only one night, but like, (laughs) let's do it for the story. Why wouldn't we? And believe me, we have many, many, many stories. But there's also like an energetic component to it, right? It's Mm -hmm. not like, I mean, it's an introversion versus extroversion thing, but both you and I are introverts. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's one of those things where like, it's an energy thing. It's like, okay, I got to, you know, I don't mind getting dressed. I, I mean, like every once in a while, I like to like I want to feel attractive, but then it's also like I gotta like get my energy up to like I don't say talk to people because it's yeah. like lame, but like to be witty and to be funny and to be flirty and like whatever. And it's been so long. I feel like since I've yeah. had to do that, like now all of my like social events revolve around my business. It's like I have a live event or I'm like trying. I'm speaking on a stage or whatever. It's very rare that it's. You know, I mean, a wedding maybe that we get yeah. dressed up and have to be social, and that happens like what a couple times a year. Like it's not a lot. Yeah, I don't know, man. Is this what just what's like getting old? <laughs> it might be. So I started listening on Audible to this book called Boundaries, and the first part of the book is literally the story of a lady. I think her name's Lori. Lori could be anyone, honestly. Lori is definitely me. And it's like she goes to work and her coworker comes in and is like, hey, there's this deadline. I can't get it done. Can you get it done for me? And she's like, yes. And she's like begrudgingly. And then she, part of her church, some lady, there's like a retreat she was going to go to. And she was really excited about the treat cause she, retreat because she was just thinking about having downtime for herself and getting away from her family and kids. And the lady was like, hey, so-and-so moved out of the retreat. Can I have you help me be the retreat director? So now suddenly she's in a new role there and she has to like take on responsibilities and she says yes. And so obviously the whole book Boundaries is about like, you know, setting boundaries and not taking on all these things, which I could relate to because I feel like that's me. But I had to laugh because of the retreat thing where she wanted to go as like, this is my relaxation. And now suddenly she's leading people and she's in charge and probably in charge of snacks and that kind of stuff. And I think that's kind of one of those fear being mm. included things too, where like, include me, I'll be a fly on the wall, but don't include me as part of the cha- of part of the planning. Don't include me as part of bringing, bringing snacks or bringing drinks. Like if I'm going to be included, I just want to be invited, but do not include me as part of the overarching thing. Like I just want to show up to the party. I don't want to be part of the party planning or mm. any of that stuff. 
That actually really resonates quite a bit with me. You know, one of the things that I've been really thinking a lot about, and I actually did a story on Instagram today about energy management, and you know me, like I'm pretty boundary heavy and I'm definitely, but I've become even more and like more protective of my energy in like the last two years, just like with as much output as I'm just doing more in the business and just like Mm -hmm. as much output as I've been doing in the business the last few years, I'm just like, I am like religious about having downtime, like to, like boundaries and downtime and things like that. And so when we run our live event, Shantae and I run a group together called Legacy and it's two full days. And one day we do like kind of a happy hour drinks. The other night we do like a dinner with everybody. And like, you know me, I'm full on present for every, every second, you know, these people traveled from all over the place. It's one of my favorite things that we do. But when I'm done with the event, I'm done. Like I'm like, that was it. Like it's all day, both days. Like I will be present or coaching. It's like, it's so fun. But I know for me, it's like when it's done, it's like, cool. I need to have that downtime. I need to have like opposite, like that sort of recharge time. Shantae will be like, who wants to play volleyball the next morning? Like, and be like, let's all meet at the, the beach. And I'm like, how do you even have the energy to like, keep it going for like days? Sometimes people come in early. Sometimes people leave late and, and Shantae, like, God bless her. She's always like available. And, and so I'm wondering, is it just an energy management thing that like, mm. for whatever reason in my head, I'm like, I, I need recharge time or, cause I kind of feel like a dick. I'm like, fuck, I should be Maybe I should be down at the beach playing volleyball, even though I'm like, I want to be alone and, yeah. you know, work out and read and recharge and go for a walk. And I don't know. It's just like weird. It kind of makes you feel like a dick, but I'm also just like, but that's not. So I don't know how you manage something like that where, I mean, I guess if it's if it's work, that's different. But Dan used to always, my brother used to always like tease me because I'd be like, you're always rushing to relax. And I'm like, yes, that exactly. Mm. That's me. I'm always like rushing home so I can relax. (laughs) How many more things do I have to do so I can relax finally? Like my, I feel like my entire goal in life is to relax. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the energy management piece is actually really key. And I think it's all knowing yourself too. You know, like, should you be at the beach playing volleyball, like, I don't know what the answer is. That's yes or no. But if you really ask yourself, if you did that, what kind of person would you be later? Would you be resentful that you did that? Or would you be super hungover, tired and exhausted and can't get out of bed the next day if you did? So like the right answer is really what's what works for you after. I know like I felt guilty about saying no to things before, but then I'm going, Mm. I know if I said yes, I would have been a bitch about it or I would have been bratty about it. And I know you and I have had this too with our boyfriends, like inviting them out. And it's like, hey, like put on a good attitude, even if you don't want to be here because it just sucks to be around someone who doesn't want to be out. And so, and I've been right. that person where I've been invited somewhere and I've kind of had the attitude and, it, and it, at the end of the day, you're like, you should have just stayed home. You know, should've you should have no. stayed home. You should have not even been there. If you were going to be a punk the whole time, then just, you know, say no to it. So I think well, that's what's hard yeah. about it too, is like, you know, our, we love our clients. Like they're fucking mm-hmm. awesome, you know? So it's not that, but I think it goes to your, your first uh, point about, I don't mind being there but what's my role? Mm -hmm. And so I think if I was to go hang and like play volleyball, I would feel like I need to coach at the same Mm -hmm. time. I need to talk about business the whole time, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe for someone like Shantae, she can just turn that part of her like, you know, coaching side off. But I, I know even if I'm hanging out with my clients in like a casual setting, I know I'm going to start talking business. You know, I know I'm going to ask them about their business. I know I'm going to try and coach because that's just our relationship. So it's actually not that I don't want to spend time with them, but I just know that. And that goes to your point about like, how are you showing up in this container? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know if I want to be included if I'm going to put the pressure on myself to then 
like have to perform. Yeah. You know, to your point about like, I don't want to be part of the, you know, having to plan the thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's what, in what capacity are you expected to show up? Yeah. And if I'm expected to like, <laughs> to, I don't know, contribute in any way. I don't know that I want to say yes to that. Yeah, totally. I think like FOMO, FOMO, fear missing out, you tend to want to be included in a thing, but I don't think anybody ever gets FOMO if they weren't included in like the planning of an event. Like maybe you wanted to go to the party, but you didn't want to plan the party. Like you didn't, if I, you know, maybe I got invited to something really cool, but I don't know. I didn't want to be the one who was putting all the things together. So I think it is about the role that you Mm, play, the role that you're playing in in whatever the thing is definitely contributes to how much energy output you have and like your enjoyment even of the thing. Yep, for sure. Yeah. And so yeah, the fear of being included just made me laugh because I yeah. was just like, yes, this is actually so real. <laughs> and I was uh, actually talking to another friend of mine and they were like, oh, this is why I keep like dodging my neighbors Yeah. because I know that every time I see them, they invite me over. And I've been like just dodging them and they're great people. I think that's what's like confusing about this too. Mm -hmm. And even like confusing about like, you know, with your partner, your boyfriend or whoever, because you like love them and you do like spending time with them. But sometimes the container is just more than you're ready for mentally and emotionally. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just sometimes it's just too much. And it's like, I can really, and this is what's hard, I think, for people with boundaries and like having those boundary conversations because you don't want it to come across like you don't like the person, like you don't think they're great, like you don't wish them the best. So sometimes when you feel like you have to decline an invitation, you're like, I don't want them to take it the wrong way. It's not about you. And I actually saw another meme, of course, this is where I get all my news these days, um, all my creativity juice is from memes. Someone said, boundaries aren't about the other person they're about you right Mm -hmm. it's not for the other person it's for you Mm -hmm. to sort of protect your energy so it's hard i think sometimes is why a lot of people pleasers don't have the hard conversations of saying no to things because they're worried about the other person thinking they're an asshole or thinking that they're too good or whatever that is when in reality it's really just about honoring your own mental bandwidth and then you and then you layer on top of that like running a business and showing up in those spaces and then I'm just like dude my energy is so I don't want to say it's fragile but it is like so important to maintain because if I know it's cumulative right it's like we have a finite amount so if I'm putting out, putting out, putting out, I, I know that I'll show up in the in the spaces I need to be present and need to be patient. I'm going to show up in those spaces irritated, impatient, annoyed, right? And that's not fucking fair to my clients. So that's why it's funny because Keith will, he'll tease me and he'll be like, oh, you had to do a Zoom call today? Like, that's so hard. But I'm like, <laughs> dude, it is a completely fucking different way of working. <laughs> like, it's such a different way of working to like just show up and be present, not just like, doing a you know a, I'm not mm-hmm. on a computer all day that's a totally different way of working and so yeah I think this goes to a larger conversation around energy management around knowing yourself around uh what's the what does the the invitation entail what do I what's expected of me yes what am I willing to put out and can I have the the courage to state a boundary in a clear way but not like I still be like a warm person nice person but also the reality is we do need to protect our energy and so saying no to something might be something that we need to do more of there's one thing that my fear being included always is those um summits Summits. people message me about a summit I'm like do not include me I I do not want to be included because and this goes back to the the perfect example is because I have to do something like 
you're not really making me feel included because you're making me do a solo email and promote and do all the shit I didn't ask for. So supposedly I'm getting promotion and I'm getting an interview, but I'm like, I'm really doing all this damn work. So just like, do not include me in this. <laughs> don't, don't invite me to a summit. Please don't. Right. No, unless so unless I never that. unless I never have to do an email solo or promote, then fine. I'll I'll do an interview, but I'm not promoting. <laughs> I love that you said that because right as you were about to say it, I knew exactly what you were going to say because we have like, and I tell Sarah, Jill, I'm like, hey, if someone emails about a summit, you can tell them I'll be happy to interview, but I'm not doing anything else. I can't yeah. promote. I can't yep. send out a solo email. I, we already have our own promotional calendar. Like I'm not yep. taking it away to like, you know, promote them and send like my 100,000 email subscribers to their list. Like, yep. so- it's yes, I agree with you. It's there are some things that you just have to sort of know yourself and also give yourself permission to say no. Mm -hmm. But the fear of being included is real. And I thought it was so interesting because I'm like, this is counterintuitive to what we just talked about the other day of like wanting to be included. Yeah. But there's something nice about I think it's more about being on the hook. Do I have to do mm, shit? Right. How yeah. much do I have to do? Do I have to contribute to this? How much is expected of me? And also I'm tired. Yeah. Right? I'm also tired. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's just what it means to be 40. I don't know. Oh, my God. I want Phoebe to catch on, though. I'm going to I want Phoebe to catch on as much as FOMO has caught on. So, <laughs> yes. I agree. But you know what, though? I think this is um, – I, I definitely think that as you get older and maybe you've had the experience, too, you just get more discerning mm -hmm. on, like, where you want to spend your time and with who you want to spend your time. You know, I have way less – way fewer – uh, friends now at 40 than I did at 20, you know, when I was in college and, you know, you're friends with everybody in high school, you're friends with everybody. And now I have like a, just a small knit group of like six, seven diehard friends. And I kind of don't want to spend time with anybody else except my clients in the, in the spaces that we've created together, you know? So yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting crotchety. Maybe I'm just getting crusty <laughs> when I get older. I know we might be. I think Jeff thinks I'm getting crotchety and I'm like, if I am, How I does am. that dude have so much energy? He does barely I sleep too. I'm like, how does he I, have so much energy? I don't know. And then like, I, I tell him he has a, a theme. He goes party, 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 crash. So he'll have like days of a crash. <laughs> and he, he's like, why am I so tired? I'm like, well, let me pull out the calendar <laughs> and let me recite to you your sleep schedule and let's figure out why. Why are you tired? I don't understand. 2 a.m. sleep time, 7 a.m. wake, 2 a.m. sleep time, 6 a.m. wake. Hold on. I'm not done. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't. I don't understand. I don't understand, babe. Why are you so tired? So party, party, party crash. It's it's a oh, it's a mystery why he crashes. It is a mystery <laughs> to him. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, let us know if you guys have experienced this and if it has, uh, and how it's just changed maybe as you've gotten older and shit, maybe it is. We were just talking off air, but we feel like neither one of us have any neuro neurotransmitters left. So maybe it is, <laughs> maybe it's a chemical, brain chemical thing where it's just like, I don't have it in me. I don't have the juice. Last week I texted Keith at 7.09 and I was like, I'm in bed. <laughs> I was like he's like you're in bed and I was like yeah he goes I just I was like yeah you need to get more sleep too because you know he's up at the station yeah he's just like I'm not tired at seven and I was like since when does that matter I know just get in bed and just Dude, go to sleep that's that's what I always say Jeff will be like it's 10 o'clock it's 11 I, I'm like what is that what does the time matter it's not it's not a certain time that matters when you could go to sleep I don't care if it's 11 or 1 or 7 you can just crawl in bed and close your eyes and decide 
to go to bed. That's it. <laughs> you just Literally. make a decision. You make a decision. Yeah. Like nothing else to do today. Going to getting in yeah. bed, and I will yeah. fall asleep immediately. Yeah. <laughs> to me, that's the ultimate boredom hack. I'm not going to stay it's up. Dark and, out. Yeah. Like I could stay up and watch a lot of TV, but why? When I could just be going to sleep instead. <laughs> totally. I know. He's like, I don't get tired at eight. I was like, well sucks to be you <laughs> i'm like as long as it's dark outside yeah i am and i think you know it is one of those things as you get older too you realize just how much um you know how precious your energy really is and mm-hmm. how you just really do want to conserve it and you know and i just don't and also i just don't want to burn out like i think you know i don't i don't want that experience you know and so there's no reason to yep. go to everything or want to be invited to everything yeah. in my estimation no Invite me to cool things and then maybe just give me cliff notes if it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I already know it's going to be late. Yeah. That's oh, so good. Anyway, hit us up, you guys. Let us know if you've experienced phobia. Or you're still on the FOMO train. Maybe that's you as well. And have you had different times in your life based on where you're at, what you're up to, what you're doing, all that good stuff. And uh, I just want to bring this concept to the best life because I think it is definitely um, common and also a little counterintuitive. So Mm -hmm. it's a good one. All right, y'all. See you on the next episode. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.